a podcast by two best friends who should have been sisters at birth. And now they're your sisters you've never had. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Sisters You've Never Had. My name is Lisa, and if you guys are new here, there are usually two people on this podcast as advertised on our cover photo. But if you guys want to know why there is just one of me, make sure you listen to last week's episode where I explain so I don't take up any more airtime today. But essentially, you guys did give me some topic suggestions since I am doing this by myself for, I guess, only the second time, but I'm still a little bit nervous. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode but I am only doing topics that you guys have suggested because I know you guys prefer me just doing some solo ones than us pausing entirely so I hope you guys will enjoy these upcoming episodes but essentially in last week's episode I had a really great kickoff episode because it's called how to be single happily and towards the end of the episode I actually gave action steps as to how to be single happily and even if you are not single I, I still feel like this This is a really good episode to listen to because there are so many things in that episode that I still think would be so beneficial for everyone's lives in terms of just like being happier in general. So you can still check that out. But I feel like it was a good kickoff episode because a lot of these action steps I'm going to be going into detail in the next coming episodes. So starting with today's, one of the points I mentioned last week was refining your life. And one of the aspects within refining your life is also refining your relationship. Relationships. So in today's, I'm going to talk about friendships in particular, and it's also very fitting because two of you actually asked me friendship questions, which I'm also going to answer in this episode and just kind of do it all together. And in next week's episode, I am going to be covering solo traveling because I also want to do some episodes and some topics that I can do, I guess, on my own since Teresa has never solo traveled and that was actually an area of interest that you guys had brought up. So I'm going to be talking about that next week. So make sure you stay tuned for that. So before I actually go into today's episode, I just want to mention as a content creator, I have a lot of amazing partnerships with certain brands that give amazing savings. So if you want to check out these savings, go to lisaway.com slash discounts. The link is also within the episode notes and you are able to see all the available discounts discounts, including 10% off Majuri, 15% off Kiehl's skincare, 10% off Fable Home, and there's even free teeth whitening, and there's also a free sweat and tonic class if you are living in Toronto as well, so make sure you check that out. Okay, so going into today's episode, what I'm really going to be covering in today's episode, besides the two questions that people have asked, is really the whole idea about friendships and relationships, and also about toxic friendship, which is actually going to kick off off a lot of our discussion points and by discussion point I mean just me talking to myself but the two questions you guys asked me were how do you pick what friendships to prioritize as life gets busy and the second one is how do you deal with feeling jealous when you're not as close to friends as they are with each other so I feel like the first two questions are such a great kickoff to this topic because ultimately it's about how you feel towards these friendships so before I dive further into that 
but I do want to have a little disclaimer by saying that ultimately everything is my opinion and this is just how I personally have dealt with these situations and how I prioritize friendships. I feel like this is, you know, that meme where it says when you give all this advice, but you end it with, oh, but I don't know, it's up to you or whatever, because ultimately you're like, mm, I don't want to, you know, just like in case you don't take it or in case it's not helpful, like whatever. So that's my little disclaimer. But I do want to say that in the past few years, I've made some pretty tough calls on friendships. And I've also kind of like cut off some people that you wouldn't imagine me cutting off. And ultimately now my present day, I really like every single friendship I have and the way I feel about the way I prioritize them and the time I've spent with each friend. I personally am content with, I want to say content because there's always room for improvement, but overall I am definitely in a much better place in terms of friendships than I was a few years ago. So I do want to share, I guess, like my mentality and how I was able to get to today's point. But once again, there's always room for improvements. I'm still in the process of refining my life always. But anyway, going back to what I was saying about how you feel towards each friendship, what I mean by that is honestly, just how do you feel as a person when you are within these people's presence? And I know that it sounds simple and it's supposed to be simple, but the reason why I think that it's not as simple as it sounds is because I feel like it's actually very hard for us as humans to be 100% honest with ourselves without clouding the answer with a bunch of different things. So I'm going to give you guys an analogy, okay? I feel like we've all been in situationships slash, you know, toxic relationships or whatever, like romantic relationships. And we've all been in those moments where like, if you were to be truly honest with yourself about how this person makes you feel, ultimately, you know, they probably make you feel anxious or kind of like not great about yourself. Maybe they make you feel jealous, like whatever. These situationships slash toxic romantic relationships, you know, you kind of know deep down that it's probably not good, but you cloud it with things like their potential or how they treated you in the past. So it's like you cloud how they make you feel with the past or the future. And I feel like a lot of the times we do this with friendships as well. Like if we have a friend, instead of answering very simply, how do they make me feel right now? Or like most recently, how have they made me feel? We usually just think about, you know, how long we've been friends with them and all the years that we've been friends with them. So many were good. And you're just unwilling to kind of look at how it has been in the most recent present. Or maybe you're holding on to the hope that this friendship is going to get better. And, you know, it's you're you're unwilling to kind of deal with how you feel right now because you're hoping that, you know, their potential is going to be a lot better than the present moment. So I feel like as humans, we tend to always have these factors kind of like cloud our judgment on these relationships, which makes it actually hard to answer this question because a lot of us hold on to these sentiments. So I kind of talked about this in the last episode with Marie Kondo and how she deals with cleaning her space. So I'll really quickly reiterate it here, but basically her whole philosophy is, you know, keeping things that really bring you joy and discarding the things that don't. And one of the issues that she kind of presented that I definitely had as well is, you know, keeping something because of sentimental value and not because of how you feel about it or how useful the product is to you right now. So with friendships, I feel like, you know, when it comes to deciding which friendships to prioritize, I feel like, you know, 
The simple answer is to prioritize the ones that make you feel the greatest and all the way down to the ones that make you feel the least great. And ultimately, it's best to also not have any friends that make you feel terrible in general. So the ranking should kind of have like a very like low distribution because the goal is that everyone makes you feel great, but it's like who almost makes you feel the best. And how you can also prioritize is being very honest of who you need to cut out if there's anyone you need to cut out right like so not everyone has someone to cut out but I'm saying that you know some people do have people that they need to cut off in their life but they don't so we're gonna also talk about that as well but the simple answer is kind of prioritizing the ones that make you feel the greatest about yourself or in when you're in this relationship etc all the way down to the lowest and that's honestly what makes it complicated is that very honest conversation with yourself about how much they actually actually are beneficial in your life, how they make you feel as a friend, how much fun you have together, etc. And kind of like ranking them from greatest to least greatest, just prioritizing it that way. So there's a few layers about how a friend can make you feel, right? So we can break this down as well. So the first thing, at least for me, this is how I break my friendships down or like how I kind of evaluate like the areas of friendship in my life. The first one is how our conversations are slash kind of like, our chemistry as a friend like we all have those friends where you know it's just you're put into a room and you can talk to them forever there's never an awkward silence or whatever so typically these type of friendships are already ones that make you feel really good because you're always like wow I really connect with this person this person really gets me and we can talk forever about these things so that's one area the second area is like how they make you feel about you are they constantly putting you down or are they someone that you know make you feel confident make you feel happy do they make you laugh etc like so that's another area to evaluate and then also the two other areas that I like to evaluate one being activities so it's like you know you have the type of friend where they're super homebodies but they're great for like advice deep talks or whatever but the, you also have the friends that are really good for you know like going out with but maybe you're you know you're not going to call them when you're crying or whatever but you kind of party with them or whatever so it's also like prioritizing what area you need in your life at this present moment like being very in tune and introspective about yourself like right now do I need to have I don't know girls weekend like that's what I really need maybe you're going through a breakup and all you want to do is to just have one really fun night out prioritizing the friends that can really give you that or do you need someone where it's like you just want to cry all night and you just want to watch a movie you can just have someone that's just really good company for that like they don't always need to anxiously be like doing something they can just sit with you and just like have a very chill night it's sort of like that I feel like I do believe that a lot of friendships are for different reasons and I think we're all going to come across people in our lives that are just really great for like certain things and I'm not saying this in a mean way it's like almost like using people that I I don't mean it like that at all. It's more just like, you know, you do know when some people are just, they're not very either like, they don't like going out, like they're homebodies. So you're not going to invite that person to a girl's night out, for example. So just having a very good awareness of your 
your friends as well because ultimately this isn't about also just making you comfortable and making you have a good time but you also want your friend to have a good time as well so putting a homebody in a situation of you know getting them drunk or like constantly asking them to stay out at 3 a.m you're probably not being a good friend because you probably know that she's not into that so I think priorities are once again different in terms of like time and also in terms of like activity so time being like you want to spend most time with people that make you feel the greatest about yourself and understanding the activity like are you currently in need of someone that just goes to lunch or dinner or coffee then you probably want to pick the friend that is really good conversationalist versus the one that just likes to go party or whatever or if you really need to party right now or if you think that's going to be better for your mental health rather just you know sitting down having deep talks than picking the friend that helps you or can give you a really really good night the other aspect for me that's extremely important is the whole idea of reciprocation and for reciprocation there's a few layers here I feel like the first layer is obviously effort it's like how much effort do you put in this friendship like how do you reach out to me or is it always me reaching out to you or vice versa there's obviously the type of effort in that sense but I also mean in terms of just what are some of the things that you're willing to do for this person and what are some of the things that you would never do to this person so to give you an example I feel like you know a lot of the times your own values is really important when it comes to reciprocation because I feel like everyone has different comfort levels and you want to be you know sort of just like naturally aligned with people that have relatively the same comfort level as you I mean even if you don't have the same level of natural comfort I feel like it's also very important in your friendship to go out of your way to align it with whatever this person's is to maintain a really good friendship so I'm just going to give you an example from a romantic relationship standpoint. So I was watching these TikToks and there's this trend where they give you a bunch of scenarios and as like a creator, I guess, you would go and point at if you think this activity is cheating or not cheating. So there's a, bu- a bunch of like morally gray, you know, areas or whatever. And a lot of different creators have different answers. Like a lot of people would think one thing is cheating. Some other people don't think it's cheating, whatever. But I think the important thing is finding a friend that either is naturally aligned with you just so you guys are not constantly having like fights or whatever, or find someone who even though you guys have different sort of like moral levels or even like expectation levels or whatever to at least go out of your way to be aligned so I'll kind of give you an example like one example is you know when you're talking to guys like is it okay to go after someone who your friend didn't date but really really liked you know, really, really liked in the past. So there's not really like a clear right or wrong answer. And obviously maybe every situation depends, but I think it's important to sort of like look at yourself as a benchmark instead of like society as a benchmark, instead of asking like, is it right that she went after this guy I really, really liked and I told her about? Even though, yeah, technically we never dated, technically we never even kissed or went on a date or whatever, but 
was she knew I was obsessed with him. Like, for example, something like that, some people would arguably say like, oh, well, technically you didn't date them. So it isn't wrong. But then other people would be like, well, I would never do that to you. And I think that's what personally for me is what I use as my own benchmark because I think I want to be friends with people who I would like if I would never do that to you I would just hope that you wouldn't do that to me I think it would make me more uncomfortable if you would do something to me that I just never would do to you so for me it's like knowing you know maybe in certain areas I'm more chill and certain areas maybe I'm more not chill but for the certain areas I'm more not chill about I hope that you can be respectful of it and know that I would never do that to you so at least in this aspect I hope you would never do that to me so one personal example that I have also is it isn't even something with like a moral like debate like the one about the guy thing but one example that I actually came across and this isn't like a you know like a deal breaker in friendship or anything it's not so much that I was like okay because you guys did this I'm not going to be friends with you but it's more just like what I've learned from therapy which is like you know every type situation that comes is sort of just information being fed into you as potentially like if you think about yourself as a machine it's like you take in this data of what happens and you use this data and you reevaluate or you evaluate what your future steps are so for my example I have a friend group and we're all very close and we all usually just hang out together and we always you know message in one group chat and we always meet up together and as you guys know from my Instagram I've been traveling a lot and basically I noticed that this group started to have group chats without me to hang out without me and honestly that's totally fine that is totally totally fine that you guys hang out without me because I am traveling and I understand I am not there but I think for me it wasn't even about the fact that people were hanging out without me that's not what I cared about it was the fact that they could have just still had that conversation in the same group chat to be like hey are you guys free on this date because this happened twice and in these incidences if they had just literally put me in the group chat they would have found out I arrived the day after their hangout and at that point we might as well have just organized it for literally maybe like three days after their original plan date but because they didn't even bother including me in the group chat they didn't know that I literally arrived back into the city one day after their planned hangout and another group of friends I have once again I'm also still traveling you know but this other group of friends they constantly even if they have hangouts without me or whatever it's about how you ultimately feel about it they hung out a million times without me but at least when there's a huge get together, they've always included it in the main chat where I was in, where I'm able to be like, okay, yeah, like obviously I'm not there, but like you guys have fun. So it's not like I'm finding out through social media that this core friend group that I'm usually in is I'm just like being excluded or whatever, or or I'm finding out super last minute where no change can be made. And once again, it's not so much that you know, I, it it made me go like, okay, well, I'm not friends with you guys anymore. I think to answer the question about prioritizing is once, you know, these situations happen, it's like you very much well, like have a very good look at what's going on. And you're like, oh, okay, that's fine. But it's like, if, 
For example, if there comes a time where on a Friday, I have to debate between hanging out with group A or group B, I'm not gonna hang out with the group or I'm not gonna prioritize the group that didn't even bother including me or finding out that I was gonna literally arrive the day after, right? So it's like, I think that a lot of the times it's like how you feel when a lot of these situations happen and also just like, what would you do? Because honestly, for me, it's like when I looked at all these situations and I reflect on it, I'm like, like if I was a person who organized these hangouts or whatever, I wouldn't create like a very separate chat just to like, just because I think you're out of the country. Like I personally would also do what the first group of friends or my second group of friends did, which is just message in the main group and be like, hey, are you guys all free? Like whatever, like do you, can you guys hang out this state? Or like, there's this thing happening this state. Would you guys like to come? So I think ultimately it's about your comfort level. In this situation, what they did was absolutely not wrong okay like there was nothing wrong with what they did it was more what I'm trying to highlight is like how I would have dealt with that situation if the roles were reversed and I think I would have dealt with it differently and once again not because this makes me cut anyone off I think it just helps me actually when it comes to prioritizing because now that you know for example it's summer and a lot of people have a lot of different plans it's just easier for me to decide which friend group to prioritize if there's going to be two different hangouts then I know which one I'm going to pick because I'm going to pick the group of people that actually prioritize me in their life or would reciprocate what I would do for them and what they would do for me. That is one aspect of definitely how I like to reflect on who to prioritize. But I want to move on to the second question. And the second question is feeling jealous that you're not as close to friends as they are with each other. And this one is very tough, but I do want to say that I have also experienced this on my own. And honestly, the answer isn't easy because when you see it, it's going to be so tough. Like when I see some of my other friends get closer within a friend group with each other and sometimes when they hang out without me or like they have events without me and stuff, in the beginning, it definitely stung. But I think at the end of the day, I feel like I don't want to insert like a cheesy line, but I am going to say it at the same time. But ultimately, it's like this quote that I read on TikTok, actually, it's they said, rejection is protection because ultimately like I I don't know I feel like I'm one of those people where maybe this is my ego speaking but it's like I don't want to be in a place where I'm not wanted so even though it makes me uncomfortable to see it I feel like the mentalities that I kind of give myself in the moment it's just knowing that like okay they probably have more in common or they probably have more activities in common or whatever it is like it's definitely not a comfortable thing to look at I think it's situations like that that helps you and motivates you to also look for a group of friends that would genuinely make you feel 100%. Like there's no point of being in there because ultimately if they didn't invite you or if they're closer or if they have hangouts without you, I just feel like what I've ended up learning is, you know, I don't want to be in a place where I'm not wanted and I just feel like I I just want to be closer with friends that would 100% would love for me to be there. And so I think for me, I try to turn it around and I try to deepen the relationships of the people that truly would never want it. It just motivates me to be almost like be even closer with the people that I know would really want me to be there or like really want me to include me and stuff like that because I feel like you want ideally your friendships to all be at 100%. You want your friendships to be at a point where you both 
are not at all uncomfortable with each other or being in situations that make you feel uncomfortable. I think that for me, it's like I try to turn that energy around and I'm like, okay, like you guys have such a close friendship. Great. I'm going to go look for a close friendship too. Like I'm not going to try to fight for you guys' affection if you guys are closer. And for me, honestly, I, I have to say like there is definitely a group of friends that I have in mind when I am thinking about this. And all I can say is that the first year or like the first few times that this was happening, it stung so bad. It was so like when I was watching this, I was like, wow, like, okay, like you guys could have included me, but whatever. But then in the end, like it's been a few years now and they still all like hang out without me and a couple of other people. And honestly, I, I don't really care anymore. I like, it's been so long that now it's just like a matter of fact. But I think that during this time, I, I had made even stronger relationships and stuff because ultimately this is another thing I've learned. They're super close and you're not as close as they are. It's actually because you're not a thousand percent compatible with them. And there are people out there that you're going to be even more compatible with. And I think this is the same when it comes to dating. It's like, why date someone who is only going to be like 80% good for you when you can date someone who is like even higher than 80%, you know, like you can date someone who's ideally a hundred percent, but like 80, let's just say, is it even really that high? So what I'm trying to say is that when I now looking back, because now it's been a few years when I see it, I don't even care anymore because I actually know like deep down, I don't really, really connect with them a thousand percent. There are so many things that I would do that there are activities that I would do that they're just genuinely not interested in or topics that we talk about where I actually just maybe like don't talk to them about because they would be uncomfortable. So I have actually now met friends that I can literally talk about anything with like the most TMI things. And I do want to call out this friend group actually. So if you guys check out my Mexico vlog, recently I went on a trip with some influencers as well, some other Canadian influencers. And it was really the first time I ever met them. And right off the bat, I'm not even joking you day one, actually not even day one, like maybe a few hours in the five of us, we were all already talking about like what we like, like, I don't know, just like our relationships, like how far or like what we've done in bed or like our preferences in bed, or we even talk, like we even like, we'll let each other know like when we're doing or whatever. And it's just like, there's so many friendships that I have that even till now, I have not said any of those things with. I'm not saying that like that marks a success of a friendship. That's not what I'm saying at all. It's more how you feel. It's like, I know I am someone that is comfortable to talk about these things. So when there is a friend group where, and it just happens to be that friend group that hangs out without me. It's like when there is a friend group where we don't go all in with all this TMI information, I feel like these are all things more about like, okay, so you guys want to hang out without me? That's fine. Because like, honestly, it at the end of the day, I think it's like a very good opportunity for your time to be spent in finding a group of friends that I'm not saying I don't want to say I don't want to use the word better but it's like more compatible it's like you can have friends also that you are extremely like comfortable with versus like oh you guys are friends like 80% you can find the 100% compatibility just like in relationships as well so when there are people that are closer than you don't see it as like a sign where just like you're left out but see it more as a compatibility 
compatibility. Like they are more compatible and that's fine. That's fine. Like I think the toxic thing about dating and friendships that a lot of people make is that if you are not good friends with someone, it doesn't measure you as your own self-worth. A lot of the times it's just about compatibility. If I have a bad date and or if things don't work out with someone if it's a guy and I know he's a really great guy there's nothing wrong with him or whatever I never think that oh it's because there's something wrong with him it's more because I just know we're not compatible or vice versa it's like I don't try to attribute you know it's because something's wrong with me but rather it's just because we're not compatible so I think it's the same thing with friendships it's like instead of thinking something is wrong with you just think like you're not as compatible as those guys are but there are friends that you can can find more compatibility with. And those are the people that you are going to naturally want to spend most of your time with anyway. I hope that helps. I don't know. I feel like I I didn't want that to come off as bitter. It's really not supposed to be. I don't want people to have like a bitter attitude towards that, but it's genuinely about just like compatibility. Some people you're going to naturally, you know, be able to joke around with and talk about things with and other people like are not going to be comfortable with that. And it, it kind of works like vice versa, right? Like there's also some friendships where it's like they don't want to know about all the details of your sex life or like no other details of whatever you want to talk about. And they're going to find friends that are also okay with not talking about these things. So it's all about comfort. And I think that even though it's going to be tough in the beginning, as someone who has seen these friendships kind of go, honestly, time heals all wounds and it does definitely get normalized and you do feel fine after a little while for sure. Okay, so the next two questions I want to talk about is the whole idea of a toxic friendship and the difference between what a toxic friendship is and a fight. So the first thing is what is a toxic friendship? I want to talk about this because I feel like a lot of people probably have people in their life that they could cut off but they don't and ultimately like when it comes to toxic friendships I I feel like there's a lot of tears and I think it's just really up to you if you want to cut it off or not but when it comes to toxicity when I say a lot of tears I just I feel like a lot of people just think that if it's toxic it has to be an obvious level of toxic like it has to be the type of toxic like in mean girls or like how they make you feel and they have to belittle you every day like I think that that's what everyone's perception of what a toxic friendship is but I think a friendship could also potentially be toxic if they constantly just like very subtly put you down or like just they make comments that just kind of like make you feel bad about yourself or the worst part is that like their words are saying the right things but you know their intention or you know their expression means otherwise and if they have bad intentions I also can flag that as toxic. I think a toxic friendship also can just be one where it makes you feel terrible even if they're not doing something explicit. So what I mean by that is you know they could be acting what other people think is normal but at the end of the day it's just not good for you. Maybe it changes the way you feel about yourself in a negative way. Maybe it changes your behavior. It makes you do things that you normally wouldn't do that isn't good for you or whatever. I feel like these are all levels of toxicity that can be considered toxic because I think a lot of people just think of that very obvious like mean girls example. But I've had a few toxic friendships where it's very, very subtle and like they come off really nice, but you know that their intention is not nice. So 
So I personally, I don't know if this is actually true though, but like I personally put them in the category of toxic just because at the end of the day, when I was being very honest with myself, I was like, okay, this does not make me feel good about myself. And two of the friendships that I have cut from these quote unquote, like toxic friendships have actually been friends with for an extremely long time, like since elementary school. And it, it really made me take a very good hard look at our friendship. And I was like, wow, it's actually been a very long time since this friendship has been good, since this friendship has made me feel good about myself, since this friendship has made me like become a better person and pushed me to achieve my goals or whatever. At least a friend is encouraging to make me want to achieve my goals. And I feel like a couple of the past toxic friendships, some of the flags I had was sometimes it can just be silent. Like I remember when I first started YouTube and Instagram, I had two friends that didn't say a thing to me. And actually I had another friend who I most recently just faded out with because when I started this podcast, everyone like not saying, you know, you, you owed me like congratulations at all. But this girl was considered one of my best friends and she at all did not say anything about the podcast. Even her cousin showed support. But it's like, sometimes it's not like a presence of toxicity, but almost like a lack of action can also be toxic. So it's like, I just remember for months, months, this is almost like half a year into our podcast. And this girl did not mention anything. And I was just like, okay, like, you know, you used to be one of my best friends, but okay, like this is just once again, like what my therapist has taught me is like, you know, obviously control your reaction. I, I don't think in any of these friendships that I have cut off, I have had a fight with at all. We just very naturally faded out and nobody needed to have any conversation. I think it's like what my therapist said, take every situation as though it's new information being fed to you. And it's like, you now have knowledge of this new information and now what are you gonna do about it? So for me, it's like three of these friendships that I have cut in the past. I remember it's just like, okay, these things happen. And I kind of like looked at the situation. I was uncomfortable with it. Some would make me cry. Some would make me just like, be extremely anxious or whatever. But then I look at the situations and I'm just like, okay, well, I'm not gonna, you know, reach out to them and hang out or whatever. Because the truth of the matter also is that a lot of the times it's not even just the one situation that happens that makes you question everything. A lot of the times it actually brings to the surface what your friendship has always almost been, but you kind of overlooked. It's like the three friendships that I have been talking about, in addition to their lack of support or whatever. I just, I just know that like from the day to day, every time we hang out, I don't feel super great about myself. Either they kind of put me down or they would, you know, kind of like not show support or, or almost be extremely negative and have negative energy. It's not just the one-off situations that would cause these toxicity. It's also like a prolonged situation and you being, you know, very honest with yourself. How many times has this been happening? So I feel like this is a really good segue to my whole question about what is the difference between between toxicity, like a toxic friendship you need to cut off and a fight. So once again, a fight is situational and it's it happens occasionally and every friend fights. Like me and Teresa, we fight. Like we fight, but we always like 
sit down and we talk about it and we always resolve it. And like one thing that Teresa does, which I really, really like, which I kind of like want to bring forward with like every conflict that I ever have from now on is she actually asks me at the end, she'll be like, how do you feel about this conversation? Like, is there anything else like we can that we need to say or do or like what can we do to make things better so even when we have fights at the end it's fine because we know it's like our intentions are good and this is all just like situational and it's not because like deep down like she doesn't make me feel terrible all the time right so I think where a toxic friendship comes in is when you know like on more than one instance even if you guys are not fighting there's something off like something is just wrong Like I remember there's this one friend where one time I noticed that she invited me to her birthday at the very last second and I know her birthdays are extremely big deal and I know she's been planning her birthday for like she's probably been planning her birthday for an entire month. So by the time she invited me and it was really last minute I was I remember thinking it was like really off but it wasn't just that one situation. It made me realize I was like wow the entire time I've moved into my apartment for two years years never have you once come to visit me I have driven to your house all the way to North York you work downtown and you've never visited me in my downtown home and I've been to your North York house a million times so it's like making you actually like see that there's more than just the one situation and then also making me feel like okay actually and made me realize like okay wait actually I'm always the one asking to hang out so when you start to realize like the toxicity because it's like I have a feeling you're lying to me or I have a feeling like this isn't true so when she told me like oh my god I'm so sorry I just had this impromptu like birthday idea like can you come and I'm like okay so all 50 people were also impromptu and they can show up it's like when the minute you have to guess like are you lying are you like are you being mean to me do you have other intentions I think like when you realize it's more than just a situational thing and it's more of a pattern that's when it becomes a toxic thing rather than just a fight so another friendship I wanted to bring up one in my past is not so much like toxicity but I actually remember so one friendship that I had we really really lost I guess like commonality like she changed as a person but not in a bad way it was just a very different way and I remember we had one extremely like it wasn't a fight because I never brought it up so it never became a fight but there was one situation or a couple that made me extremely uncomfortable and I was debating or my friends were my other friends were telling me to like confront her about it and I just remember thinking like is this worth confronting and in the end I realized it wasn't worth confronting because I feel like confrontations are only worth it if you have an intention to continue the friendship. So for example, with Teresa, if we ever have a fight, I will have this extremely uncomfortable conversation where I have to confront her or vice versa, but it's because I fully intend on still being her friend and still you know working things out and like having this uncomfortable situation because you know I want to live to see a better day basically whereas like some other friendships it's like you so for the first example I gave you it was like it made me realize all these other toxic things that have been going on so that was like a presence of toxicity but another one was for example we had all these uncomfortable situations and I decided not to talk to her about it because I actually realized that we've become very different people so I realized 
realized that in the end, we probably weren't going to be friends anyway, because there was nothing for us to talk about. And we don't have any common ground anymore. So for that reason, I was like, it's not worth it because even if I talk to you, not only do I have to go through all these like uncomfortable emotions, but in the end, are we even still gonna talk? I was very right about that because I didn't confront this second friend and we never spoke anyway. So it just kind of was goes to show like, I, I'm kind of glad that I didn't confront her because we would have this extremely heavy, uncomfortable situation when we were never going to be friends anymore anyway. So I think in the end, it's really important, like when it comes to friendship, if anything were to ever make you feel uncomfortable, I think the first thing is to kind of know very deep down if you are still willing to be friends with this person, or is this a really good opportunity almost for like an escape? Because I've had so many friendships where a lot, okay, I, I don't want to say so many. I feel like I'm making it sound like I drop friends like flies. That is not true. But I'm saying the people that I have decided to fade out of my life like I oh most of them I didn't have a confrontation about and I just kind of used it as an opportunity as like we have this uncomfortable situation I think we're both aware of it and then we just both like don't really contact each other and then eventually you know you just fade out and there's no no uncomfortable situation needed you just almost recognize that you've grown apart and you both are willing to move on and I think that's honestly some of the most healthy things so that being said a lot of the friendships that I have now are all friends that I absolutely love and within these friends I also just to answer the whole priority question is I prioritize the ones that prioritize me and that's 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 really what it is it's like I will prioritize if I think like would you do this for me it's like also when it comes to how much effort should you put in a friend I feel like I also have different effort levels when it comes to different friends because I have friends where you know for example if you guys remember Liz she's one of my best friends she's on the vlogs all the time for example every time I fly in she asks me like Lisa do you need a ride from the airport this girl lives beside the airport and she is willing to drive me 45 minutes back downtown obviously I've only like I, I don't say yes because like I, I think I've said yes like one time but like this girl like would have to drive me all the way downtown I'm like absolutely not I have other friends who never even bother or like you know it's like there's so many different areas of friendship that you can look in when it comes to effort as well like there's some friends like if you're if your love language is quality time it's like how much does your friend ask you to hang out if your you know love language is acts of service it's like how much does your friend like help you with things like so it's like don't help or don't go out of your way and kill yourself if you know that this person would not do the same for you. But that being said, also, it's like another thing I definitely do, especially when you have new friends is always testing it out, right? So like, it's not, it's like with these seasoned friends, I feel like you know very well what they're willing to do for you slash not do for you. But some other friends, you you just know like, okay, if you have just become their friend, you need to sort of test it out. It's like, okay, well, my baseline is I will always do this for my friends. I'm gonna do it. And then you sort of see like somewhere down the road, like what type of person they are. And then that kind of gives you the new information and and it's like, if they also reciprocate, you're like, okay, I know my effort is reciprocated. So let's continue this, you know, like cycle. But then let's say you test out the friendship, you did this, and then you notice that they don't do the same. Then it's like, okay, just take that as new information. And then when it comes time for the situation to happen again, you just can evaluate. It's like, 
do you want to do this yay or nay like knowing that this person would not do this for you if the roles were reversed so I think a lot of the times it's like even with my own friend groups I have different effort levels because they have different effort levels and I'm gonna reciprocate those effort levels as well because at the end of the day like you don't want to be in a position where you're uncomfortable and I think the best way to be comfortable is to relatively have either the same effort the same reciprocate and really go out of your friends that go out of the way for you and don't kill yourself for the people that won't do the same but not saying you know don't go out of your way at all but just like you don't have to stress yourself out if you know someone isn't going to do the same but anyway that is pretty much my whole take on friendships I hope this episode helped once again this episode is everything in my opinion I am sorry if the format is a little bit messy I am very much off the pill today if you guys didn't know I have very severe ADHD we actually did an episode on that and I did not take my medication today so a lot of the times when I have my silly goofy mood slash a very unorganized brain thoughts that is why but nevertheless I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and with that being said make sure you follow us on Instagram at sisters you never had and I will catch you guys next Monday bye